Okay, good morning, Raji. And uh, listen, I've got a couple of things I want to talk with you about that are um, that are bothering me. We'll start with the movie Amsterdam. Uh, this is uh, opened in theaters this weekend, and it's a movie so loaded with talent that it just amazes me that I had so much difficulty watching it. It's written and directed by three-time Oscar nominee David O. Russell. He did Silver Linings Playbook, American Hustle, and The Fighter. And he's amassed an amazing cast here. I found myself staring at the screen for long moments, wondering what all these talking heads were doing. Now, like much of Russell's work, it features dark characters with shadows of mental illness lurking about like Halloween goblins. And in the end, it turned out to be a serviceable story, but it took a long, long time to get there. And if I was watching this as a streaming movie online at home, I never would have made the complete trip. About 10 minutes in, and I would have had enough. Now, it's set in the 1930s between World War I and World War II. And it tells the story of a true event with a lot of made-up characters. I can't tell you what the event was because that would be a spoiler. But as the plot lurches and groans toward that outcome, we're given a peculiar character study that often falls into the category of, hey, who cares? Now, the talent is enormous. We have Christian Bale, nominated four times for Oscars and having won for The Fighter, a David O. Russell project, by the way. We have two-time Oscar nominee Margot Robbie, primetime Emmy nominee Anya Taylor-Joy for The Queen's Gambit, three-time primetime Emmy winner Chris Rock, primetime Emmy winner Mike Myers, primetime Emmy and Grammy winner Taylor Swift, Oscar winner and primetime Emmy winner Rami Malek, and two-time Oscar winner Robert De Niro. With all those amazing performers involved, this should have been full of action, thrills, and high adventure, and instead, for the first half hour, with one brief exception for Taylor Swift's character, it's all just talk. But there's a lot of bouncing back and forth between the 1930s present and the war years that brought the main characters together, with time spent in post-war Amsterdam that is the reason for the title. Every performance is nuanced and near-perfect, with Christian Bale's Bert, a doctor and a physically damaged war veteran, struggling with the remnants of the war to end all wars, and Margot Robbie's Valerie, a woman of mystery on many levels. Bert's best pal and former veteran as well as Harold, he's played by John David Washington, and in the early going, they're appointed as perpetrators and a murder. And they, uh, that a murder occurs on the streets of New York City, and much of what follows is the introduction of endless numbers of characters who come and go, all playing some part in the guilt or innocence of Bert, Harold, and uh, a fine turn here by Mike Myers, leading up to Robert De Niro's excellent performance. But, Raji, what's lacking here is a script that keeps us in the moment. There was far too much character development of characters that did not need it. And when the final secret is revealed, we end up with a sort of commentary on the Donald Trump years today, but having occurred decades earlier with different people. This is really an art film that will attract some Oscar nominations, Uh but its entertainment value is marginal. It's a product of the Disney organization. The rating is 14A, and looking at the box office numbers so far, this one is already a certified bomb. Uh, That is uh, Amsterdam. I didn't find it a very good movie. Oh, you didn't think Amsterdam now, was good? let's move on for a couple of minutes here and talk about Lyle Lyle Crocodile. You mentioned this earlier this morning. It's based on the popular children's book. It's a live-action CGI story, and it brings Lyle to life as he lives in a house in New York City with the Prim family who have just moved into the city. He helps with the household chores. He enjoys playing with the children in the neighborhood. And the conflict comes from a neighbor named Mr. Grumps, who, along with his cat Loretta, 
believes that crocodiles belong in a zoo, not in the streets. Lyle has to work hard to prove that he's not like other crocs, as does his owner, Hector P. Valenti, played by Javier Bardem. Lyle is a great singer, voiced by Sean Mendez. A constant woo is Mrs. Prim, who understands Lyle very well. And it also stars Brett Gelman, he was Murray on Stranger Things, as Mr. Grumps. This one is really suitable for kids. It has been very badly reviewed thus far, but the reviewers were not eight or nine years old, and that's the issue. If you're an eight or nine or ten-year-old, you're going to love this movie. It's just great. Now, I'll tell you quickly about one more, and that's Catherine Called Birdie. Now, this is Lena Dunham, known to most of us as, as an actor for Girls, an American Horror Story. She turns director and writer here in this story set in the year 1290 in medieval England. Uh, Lady Catherine, Bella Ramsey from Game of Thrones, better known as Birdie, is 14 years old, the youngest child of Lord Rollo and Lady Aslan, and she has been living in the family home Stonebridge Manor, which has seen better days, as the family is financially destitute. Lord Rollo, played by Andrew Scott from his Dark Materials, sees his daughter as a path out of his financial ruin by marrying her off to a wealthy man in exchange for money and land. Bertie is having none of that, thank you, and she uses her wit, her charm, and her intelligence to fend off the suitors. When the most vile man of all shows up with bags full of money, the family has to decide if tossing Bertie into the figurative snake pit is the right thing to do. Uh, here's a hint. Lord Rollo thinks it is. Uh, that is Catherine called Bertie. It's on Amazon Prime. And that, Raji, is your look at uh, what's in theaters and what's streaming this weekend. 